Hello, let's do this. Welcome back to Rain on My Parade. I hope everyone is having a great start to the new year. We're a couple weeks in so far and it's already flying by. Seriously, 2024, slow down. Now, January tends to be a very busy month just because there's a couple birthdays, well, a few birthdays to celebrate. Both of my sister's birthdays are in January and my daughter's birthday is in January as well. So very exciting and very busy. Now, my daughter turned six this month, obviously, next few weeks, and she's so stoked. She's so excited. She was like, mom, I turned six and I am so excited. And I was like, that's awesome. So exciting. You know, another year. She's like, yeah, this year is going to be great. If you aren't saying the same thing to yourself come your next birthday, well, get to it. All right. Because you know what? To age is a privilege, people. So we need to be grateful for every year that we have. And we need to be sure to be learning some lessons along the way. Now, today I wanted to chat about thriving, this idea of thriving, how to thrive, what does it mean to thrive? What are we talking about? So to thrive means to grow, to flourish, and to prosper. And I got to thinking about this thought because I thought of all the old people growing up, whenever you came across an old person, a lot of times what they would say to you would be, Wow, when I was your age, I wish I would have done this. Or they would say, if I could go back and tell my younger self something, it would be this. And I got to thinking, I remember when I was younger, I'd be like, gosh, I hope when I'm old, I'm not saying that shit. But you know what? I'm in my 30s and there's maybe 10 things that I would tell my younger self. All right. So there's that. And I'm sure we all have moments or lessons that we would want to tell our younger self as well. But I also got to thinking, man, if I focus on thriving so hard in my 30s, that by the time I hit my next decade of life, by the time I hit 40, which is in 2027, I won't have anything to tell myself. So if somebody were to ask me when I'm 40, hey, what would you tell your 30-year-old self? I'd be like, nothing. Not a thing because I thrived so hard. The only thing I would tell myself is, you did good, girl. Proud of you, right? So I want everybody to think of the one thing that they could go back and tell your younger self. Just one thing. What would it be? So I asked my sister and my mom and dad this same question. So My sister, she said, if I could go back and tell my younger self something, it would be that she was good at soccer and to always give yourself a shot. Never doubt yourself. Just give yourself a shot no matter what it is. My mom, her one lesson to her younger self would be to find your voice. If something happens to you, if you experience something... You be brave enough to speak up for yourself no matter how uncomfortable it might be. Don't ever silence yourself. Don't ever be silenced. Now my dad, the one lesson he would tell his younger self would be to hang out with the nerds. He said, don't hang out with the athletes. Don't hang out with anybody but the nerds. 
because chances are the nerds are inventing something and they are probably investing in whatever they invented. Now, if I could go back personally, the one lesson that I would tell my younger self would be that there is no need to put your life on a timeline. Things do not need to happen at a specific age or time. Your life does not need to match other people's timelines. Focus on your own journey more so than attaining the next milestone. Yeah, thinking back, you know, your youth years, I'm talking like anything prior to really like your teenage years. Those years are just, you know, there's fun times, happy-go-lucky times. You know, you're just going to school, making friends, eating snacks, like rainbows and butterflies at that point. I really remember putting myself on a timeline when I hit my teenage years. That's when it really started. This this whole idea of timeline and had to be very specific. So when you're becoming a teenager or you're in your teenage years, right? You're, you know, you're discovering yourself. You're thinking you know everything. But the main theme that I think begins happening at this age is you start to rush growing up. You want to rush and you want to be an adult really, really quickly for whatever reason that is. And I remember myself, right? I wanted to drive at 16. This is your first real milestone. Your first real, I mean, like where you have to actually do something, right? So it's like, get my driver's license. I remember the, the morning I turned 16, I woke up, my grandma took me to get my driver's license. Like had to be the day of. This was the start of my timeline. And I remember I was like, got to get it, got to get my driver's license. And I did, I got it that same day. And what I would give nowadays to be driven around, what I would give for somebody to pick me up, take me somewhere, drop me off, pick me up again, like a chauffeur, right? And I remember too, after I got my driver's license, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to drive my friends around. Nowadays, the only way I'm driving anybody around is if we're going to the same place and we're leaving that same place at the same time. If you know, you know, all right? And then the next milestone was about 18. And 18 was, oh, got to get to 18. No parental consent on things. This is the start of me being an adult, right? This is when I went to college. I started my college years. And, you know, a lot of first, a lot of firsts when you hit your 18, all right? You're starting, ending relationships. You're figuring out who you are, who your friends are. Discovering what your interests are, right? And then you seep into your 20s and then the next milestone is your 21, right? 21, what can you do when you're 21? Yeah, everyone was so excited. Oh, we can buy alcohol. Let's go to the nearest liquor store and buy our first drink. Hilarious, right? And back then, you know, in your 20s, you had a working metabolism, and you could handle your liquor. I mean, think about college days, you would drink, you would go to a party, and then the next day you just roll out, nothing, no hangover, nothing. Your stomach is fine, you're fine, and you're just rolling into the next day like nothing ever happened. 
Nothing ever happened. 21, too, you were able to go to clubs. You couldn't pay me to enter a club ever again. 21 was a time when you could go into clubs, but also like Las Vegas clubs. So you would go to Las Vegas, you would go to these clubs, you would wear the most, well, I would say the most uncomfortable things, right? So you had the shortest dresses on. You know, it's freezing outside, but you're still wearing these short dresses. You're getting ready with your friends, which that was always fun. But then you're not getting to these clubs till around 10, 11. I'm at this point in my life, I'm in bed already for at least three hours at this point. But you would get ready, you would go and you're wearing these heels that you know, you couldn't even feel your toes by the time you left the house. You know, you were never going to wear those heels ever again. You threw them away by the time you got home. And you entered this club setting. It's dark. It's loud. People are right next to you. There is no personal space. You're just dancing. People are dancing next to you. They're dancing onto you. Their sweat is getting on to your body. And this was fun. This was a fun time. You couldn't even have a conversation with your friends. That's how you know you're getting old. You know you're getting old when you have to lower the music in your car in order to focus more so on finding your destination. That's how you know you're getting old. But I mean, to think, how are we even talking in clubs? We couldn't hear one another, okay? And to think that people were in your bubble as well. When I go to Costco, if your cart is too close to mine, that's too close. But to think in a club, oh yeah, sure, sure. Just just be in my bubble. All right, no. Couldn't pay me to enter a club ever again. Nope. But again, milestones, right? I put myself on a very tight timeline. And then after I graduated college, I mean, it just kept going. I was like, by late 20s, Steph, you have to get married. You have to have your first baby by 30. You have to have your second baby no later than 33. I had to have a house with said husband and children. I needed to have a well-paying corporate job. I needed a four-bedroom home and I needed a cool mom car. All of that I wanted to be done on my timeline before the age of 33. I was like... I needed to, I don't know, live up to these societal norms. I was comparing myself to friends, 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 whatever it was. I don't know this timeline, right? And it wasn't until I hit 30, 30 years old is when the universe itself was like, I'm sick and tired of this girl's timeline. She's annoying me. And my timeline was obliterated at this point right? I gave birth to my daughter at 30 years old. I was on par. I was married at the time, right? And then right after I gave birth, the timeline halted. It changed. It shifted. It was burned to the ground. And it's probably the best thing that ever happened to me. Quite frankly, my timeline was shook up, shaken up, shooketh. And I can be biased, but you know, 30s so far, actually, I'm not biased. Well, I might be right now. 30s are the best years, at least for my life. Okay. And maybe I'll say 40s next decade. I don't know. But again, 
I wanted to share some realizations that I've had so far. Because again, my main focus right now is to get to a place where I'm looking at the larger picture of life. So again, so that when I hit my next decade, I'm going to be like, well, you've done good, sis. Okay. So, so far, what I've realized is this. Number one, you need to find your worth and you need to find it fast. External validation is meaningless. The only person's opinion that matters really is your own. Your worth is defined solely by the respect that you have for yourself, nothing else. Number two, surround yourself with people that love, care, and respect you. Those are the only humans that we should be spending time with. Number three, dress for yourself. No one really cares what you're wearing. Nobody cares. Number four, appreciate the metabolism that you have because the metabolism will go away. I don't know where she goes, but she goes away and she never comes back. Number five, appreciate your drinking endurance because she goes the same time your metabolism goes. You only have a few solid years, I would say into your 30s, where you have your drinking endurance still. I cannot drink like I used to. And I just realized this last year when I went on a cruise for my sister's 30th birthday. Everybody on the cruise was like, you know what? Are you going to buy the drink package? And I was like, well, I don't know. They're like, you can do it, Steph. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I can And you know what? I bought that drink package and that was money that went to waste, my friends, because I did not utilize that package. Nope, because my stomach cannot handle the alcohol like it used to, and it also cannot handle choppy waters. So there you have it. Now, number six, learn to stretch at an early age. I don't care if you just sat in a chair all day, stretch, stretch at nighttime, do whatever you need to do because your joints, they leave you too, okay? I never used to understand when people would be like, oh, I feel it in my bones, feel it in my joints, rain's coming. What are you saying? What are you talking about? Nowadays, I know when it's about to rain. My right knee, it always alerts me. Number seven, don't live on a timeline. I've already reviewed this one. Number eight, expectations are a letdown. Don't have any expectations. Like allow yourself to just be surprised by things. Like anytime you're like, well, I expected it to be, no, no, no. Just don't even set yourself up. Just go into a situation, just meet a person face value. Don't have any expectations because you will always be let down if you have expectations. Our expectations are always much higher than what happens. You can have hopes, dreams, but expectations... Number nine, time is all we have. The older I get, the more fierce I get about my time. My time is valuable, very valuable. Time, listen, it heals things and it makes things meaningful. So, you know, get a little stingy on the time that you have. Number 10, we are all faking it. This is a big one. You ever hear that saying, fake it till you make it? Somebody I saw somewhere was like, well, don't say it like that. And I was like, why? That's what we're all doing. Don't compare yourself to anybody next to you because they're faking it as well. They don't know what they're doing. Remember, we're all just doing our best. But remember mostly, it's everyone's first time on this earth. So really, we're all just learning as we go. So I have put together what I have been 
really focusing on in my 30s thus far that I'm trying to use to thrive. So again, so when I hit that 40 years old, I'm not like, well, I wish I would have. No, no, no. These are my tips. A, I want you to prioritize your savings and get your debt handled. There's a fine line, right? It's like a balancing act. Live like, you know, hey, you only live once. Do you want to, you want to buy that? And then on the other side, you're like, well, I should prioritize my savings. Listen, it's, it's a balancing act. Okay. B, always be positive. Shift your mind to the next best thought. You have to train your brain to do this. Anything that happens to you where you view it as a negative thing, immediately say to yourself, well, what's the positive? What What is, what's the positive side of this situation? Because there always is one. And the moment you can find the positive, then your mind starts to shift. C, remain flexible and adaptable. Life is going to rock you. Just take it. Take the ebb and flow. Remain flexible. D, prioritize your physical and mental health. No one else will, okay? Just prioritize this. Even if it's a few minutes of walking after you eat a meal, whatever it is, prioritize it. And whatever mentally brings you happiness, focus on those things. E, get your sleep. I might be saying that because I'm in my 30s, but I tell you right now, eight hours minimum, I'm in bed like by 9 p.m. I'm getting my sleep. F, be responsible, create a will. We're all going to die one day. It's sad. It's uncomfortable to talk about. But you know what? Prep yourself to be uncomfortable and to prep for, you know, the inevitable, I suppose. G, spend time again with only people that bring you peace and treat you well. There's no time for anybody else. Episode one, I talked about cleansing and setting boundaries. These people got to go. We're only spending time with people that bring us peace. H, keep learning. Always place yourself in a situation where you can keep learning. Don't be afraid to take risks, try new things. I, wear sunscreen, even if it's cloudy, if it's rainy, I don't care. If you wake up in the morning and it's supposed to be daylight time, immediately put sunscreen on. When you can see the moon, that's when you can take your sunscreen off. J, leave work on time no matter what. Yeah, okay, listen, if you're a surgeon, middle of the surgery, like obviously you're not going to leave, okay? I'm talking, generally speaking, leave work on time no matter what. Work-life balance is what matters. Find yourself a job that affords you work-life balance. Okay, be kind to yourself. Speak kindly to yourself. Speak kindly to others, but primarily yourself, right? L, happiness is found internally. No external outlet will last long. So if you're living your life like, hey, I'll be happy when I get a, a raise. I'll be happy when I get a better job. I'll be happy when I find a boo. No, you won't. You'll still be a sad human being. You need to be able to look internally and find your own happiness. Enjoy your own company. If you don't like yourself, if you're not happy with yourself and you can't find a happy moment just being alone and single and by yourself, that's where you need to start. M, live abundantly. Reframe your perspective. If you find yourself coming from a place of lack or worry, you got to shift that mindset. If you're always like, well, we're not going to be able to afford that. We can't go there. We need to do that. We can't do that. If you find yourself doing that, ew, ew. That's an ick, all right? Live from a place of abundance. 
N, live as if failure does not exist. Live as if life is rigged in your favor. There's no chance you can ever fail. Live that way. Live in that delusion because that's what's going to take you to the next step. And then O, last one, be as present as humanly possible. Put down your phone, put down your, just put down anything, like your TV, your phone, put down your TV, put it down. You know what I'm saying? Live more mindfully, be more present. Those are my tips. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying to do in my 30s so that, you know, when I turn 40, I'm going to be like, you did it, girl. You did it. I always thought to myself, man, it would be so great to have my 30-year-old brain and I wish I would have this brain when I was younger. But you know what? The only way I got to this 30-year-old brain was by going through my life the way that I did. So there you have it. Now, remember, to thrive means to grow, to flourish, and to prosper. So as long as we're doing that, then we're on the right track. And that's all that matters. There's no timeline. There's no rush. And wherever you may be in life, you can always thrive one day at a time. Just focus up and rain on. <laughs> 